For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Yeah, how how tall is Donald? I don't know. Producer Kate, only like need, six foot, six one. Yeah, we need a height and weight on Aaron Donald, and then and then we need Lofa. And if you can get a reach for us too. <laughs> what do you get oh. on the Wonderlick? That's the only place I might be able to compete. <laughs> I had a pretty decent one to score. <laughs> we know it's on Wikipedia. It was that good. I know. I put it there. <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. He's 6'1", 284. 6'1", 284. With a oh, six-pack. With a six-pack. I'm 5'11", yeah. Oh, you got it. A two-pack. Yeah, but the heart of it is Brett, what's our teletape? I feel like we might be fairly similar. Yeah. Like, what, you want to fight? Yeah. No, 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 no. Brian, you want to no, fight? No, no. Brian's trying to no. fight. Brian wants to fight. Did you? I'm not that? a fighter. I'm not a fighter. Bro. Brian and I root from 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 LA Football <laughs> Podcast at LAFP on social media. Just challenged me to a fight live on the air. Everybody I don't believe it. to set it up. Everybody heard it. Everybody I keep heard. This is already recording. So now, but I didn't. I didn't say I want to fight. You put that out there, not me. What? You I'm a lover. Mean? I'm a lover. <laughs> a lover. Yeah, what's your teletape? That's fight. Those are fighting words, bro. I'm a lover and a fighter. I break hearts and necks. I have no wish to fight you. I have no wish. I'm yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise, far and away. Anybody? No wish. No. Oh yeah, good call. Probably the only. You probably did it better than he did. Let's see. What? Am, what am I, producer Katie? Five ten, one seventy, one sixty five, one seventy five. Come the holiday season. Okay. You got inches on me then. You got inches on me. You're really? Like, I'm only like five seven. I'm a little guy. No way. Yeah. You look at least five ten on Zoom. <laughs> Zoom adds three inches, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> is Not that pounds, what they, inches? Is that what you've heard? I haven't been one seventy yeah, since eighth grade. <laughs> I've never been one seventy. Uh, now you're just now you're just bragging. <laughs> I mean, as show. a but you're like a good over 170. I'm like a child under 170, so I'd rather be in that 170 category. All right, I think we got a matchup then here. Somebody call somebody. Call the call the Pauls. <laughs> Does anyone know Oscar Dude. De La Hoya? I mean, we could we could probably do some other battle beside an actual like fight. Like we could probably do something else fun. They wouldn't they wouldn't mess this up at all. What what my face or your face? Your Probably money makers. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. my face is gonna be just fine, Ryan. Yeah, it's actually, Ryan, he's never had a surgery. So why did why did Ryan pick a fight and then back down so fast? I don't like it. I never even picked a fight. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here. No wonder you're in TV. You just get these these things going and people start. You know that one time producer Katie uh texted one of the Paul brothers the avocado emoji, but I still don't even know what she meant by that. The avocado it's true. That's the true story, isn't it? Yeah. It happened. At, at least it wasn't the, at least it wasn't the eggplant uh, emoji. I guess. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. He like texted, he texted, and then she just sent back the avocado emoji. I was like, what did you mean by that? She's like, I don't know. Let's see if he texts back. And then he never did. I thought we were going to make a salad. <laughs> it's a true story. You thought you were going to make a salad? I thought that's what he wanted. Stop, you guys. We got to start the show. Knock it oh, off. Man. This is, this is gonna, getting off the rails quick. This is gonna, that's, we got to <laughs> the music. You know what I wrote down to talk about during the cold open was uh, best breakfast cereal, but I think that was much better. Oh, we should have went there. Nah, it's too late already. Let's do the theme song. Let's get this crowd going. Now, come on, get him up, get him up, get him up. Hawks on three. One, two, three. Oh. Lofa Tatupu is up in the mix. Go Hawks. I'm just about that action, boss. Takes the snap. He's going to throw down the middle. What a catch. It's intercepted by Lofa Tatupu. Oh. Holy catfish. Hey, that's great football now. It's going to work now. Let's keep playing. Who's got my best? I got your back. That's Lofa. Trouble plant, thunder, all one ready, please. Russell looking. Go hard. Russell scrambling. Pump faking. Go hard. Still looking. Now he spins out. We got a fly, baby. 40. Down the far sideline. He's still moving. He's gonna go. Let's go. 20. 10. They do it again. Touchdown! 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 Seahawks! It's the Seahawks podcast on the Believe NFL Network brought to you. Presented proudly by our friends at Simply Seattle. Go to simplyseattle.com. Use our promo code. Believe 10, B-L-E-A-V, 10% off at uh, Simply Seattle, everybody. The world's largest Seattle Supersonics superstore. Um, they have the exclusive rights to the Seattle Supersonics. And when they come back, you will be properly suited and booted from Simply Seattle. And then also, of course, they have Seahawks merch, Kraken stuff. Um, they got Seattle, uh, Seattle Storm, Seattle Sounders. All, they got it all over there at Simply Seattle. Go check it out, everybody. Joe and, and everybody over there packing boxes, shipping it all. Family business, owned and operated. Simply Seattle, everyone. Tell them we sent you. Also, Lofa, <clears throat> on today's episode, another friend of the show, our favorite Rams fan and fellow shit talker, Ryan Dirude from the <laughs> Believe. <laughs> Don't tell Frosty that. <laughs> LA, the LAFB football, Believe in LA football podcast. Football is everything in Los Angeles. I'm Ryan. Hi, this is my podcast. Isn't that right, Ryan? It sounded just like me. I think you did it better than me. So I'll just let you ask yourself questions throughout the show and you can answer them. And I'll just <laughs> sit here and try to look good. Yeah, you're just here for the aesthetics, man. Just sit there. <laughs> Come on, Ryan. Let's save the fighting for the ring, all right? Oh, man. But I'm a little nervous. Usually we do this cross pod with uh, my co-host, Frost, having my yeah. corner, even though he's usually not even in my corner. He's usually with you guys anyway. But I, I, I'm going solo. I'm in, I'm in the hawk's nest alone, so we'll see how this well, goes. Well, depending on what I say or do, Lofa will choose a side. You know, some he's some, <laughs> Most of the time he's on my side, but sometimes my yeah. mouth, you know, he's, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I see him like scooching away. I'm like, where's he going? <laughs> like the Collinsworth opposite slide, the opposite slide out of the frame. Are you yeah. guys, are you guys Kraken fans yet? Are you Seattle Kraken fans yet? Are of we course. fans? What? Of course we're Kraken fans. I co-host a podcast on Believe called Release the Show, Ryan, exclusively about the. I'm still bitter. My, my goalie, this is off topic, but I'm an Avalanche fan and. You know, Philip Grubauer was our goalie last year, and he jumped ship to go join the Kraken. So, well, he needs to start stopping more pucks for us. He needs to play a little more like he did Karma. with the Avalanche. Yeah, Karma, the yeah. curse of the curse of Dirude and the Colorado Avalanche affecting my Kraken. I anyway. waved a coho stick and made it happen. 
Hey, speaking of the Kraken and the Seahawks, everybody, this Sunday, that's in a few days, when the mighty Seattle Seahawks riding that two-game win streak take on the mighty Los Angeles Rams, who just beat the Cardinals, we will be watching it all from the Queen Anne Beer Hall live and in person in Seattle. I will be there. Producer Katie will be there. Lofa will be there. You never know what other Seahawks might show up. Last time, uh, Big Play Babino was there. We've had Ben Obamanu at our events before. Sydney Rice has shown up. You never know who's going to show up. But anyway, nevertheless, we'll be watching the Seahawks game. Doors open at 1 p.m. Uh, for the game, and then also the live auction starts at 4 p.m., so a little bit later, but there'll be raffle prizes, door prizes. If you bring a gently worn or used blanket or coat and a new gift, child's uh, toy, to the front door and donate it, you get a drink on the Queen Anne Beer Hall right off the bat. So just for showing up, if you're looking for a place to watch the Seahawks game or a place to hang out before the Kraken game, it's across the street from Climate Pledge Arena. So come on in, bring that with you, you get a free drink. All right. I got 20 coats I'm bringing. <laughs> no bullshit. <laughs> Those uh, aren't gently worn, though, Lofa. Some of them have never been worn. Bring a large enough, they'll, they'll make it a double, maybe. I don't know. We can talk to our buddies, Keith <laughs> hey, yeah. and Gary. You know, maybe. We'll see. Um, guys, so, all right, let's get to it. Seahawks at Rams coming up on Sunday. The Seahawks, well, they need with this one. These are not, not meh wins, messed wins. These are messed wins. wins with capital M-U-S-T. Um, and then for the Rams, I mean, they just won this last weekend against the Cardinals, so putting themselves squarely in the hunt for the NFC West now, which we thought would have been out of reach, but they're in it. So both teams with a lot to play for. Early thoughts. Uh, Dirud, we'll let you go first. You're the guest. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Well, you know, always a great game between the Rams and Seahawks, but, you know, the, it was good to see the Rams finally show up, you know, show off what they're capable of against the Cardinals in beating not only the NFC West leaders, but the NFL leaders at the time and uh, missing five starters on the COVID list, mm-hmm. most notably Jalen Ramsey. They, mm-hmm. they trotted out. Kareem Orr, who's on the practice squad. He was kind of a training camp darling, but has not played a snap. And they had him going up against DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk. And and they were able to, uh, you know, neutralize the Cardinals and and pull off a big win. So opening thoughts right now on this game is just, you know, the Rams finally show that they're an actual legit Super Bowl contender. We've been waiting for that for, you know, six weeks and now they look like it. So, um, but the Seahawks are playing their best ball right now too. So it's going to be another great game as it always is between these two teams. Yeah, shout out to the hair gel king, Sean McVay, and yeah, and yeah. the Rams and the job he's doing because some of those coaching decisions by the Cardinals guy at the end of the game, what's he doing? Going for that fourth down there instead of kicking it, all that stuff. But nevertheless, the Rams mm-hmm. won. And Sean McVay, can I just say though, Ryan, and I put this on Twitter, Sean McVay, Sean McVay is kind of a dork. I'm just going to say it. Like his celebrations are kind of dorky. His like movements kind of herky-jerky, clunky. I don't know. No, I was just about to say he reminds me a lot of you. Oh. <laughs> See what I mean? How dare you? You said with I had better, fighting with better hair, Brett. <laughs> what? Yeah. McVay has better hair than me? It's the LA you can't looks. call him the Gerald yeah. King. Yeah, and then, the and then... <laughs> no, he, okay, so let me ask you this then, Brett. Crusty, it's the crusty gel. He doesn't use the right gel, guys. This is not the Oh, that's, look that's extra should... hold. That's Yeah. Yeah. It's the axe matte finish or whatever. The- <laughs> oh. Yeah, he does use axe. You can tell. Uh, body spray. What's wrong it. with axe? I use axe. I use axe. Not the body spray, but. <laughs> what? You guys haven't got the memo on axe yet? Uh, what memo? I'll, Did it's I'll for children you, or? Oh, I'll send you an email. 
Okay, Unless they're yeah, going to so, sponsor the show, I'll send you an email. But, but Brett, let me ask you this then: If you think yeah. Sean McVay is kind of dorky, then who's like a cool NFL coach? Who's like the cool coach if he's not considered cool? What Pete Carroll? Hello, the king of cool. No, I mean, uh, I, I, cool. you know what? Honestly, I, if you the coolest NFL coach, I think might be Mike Mike Tomlin, even though it's the Steelers, yeah. and we all know my feelings about the franchise itself and the team and everything. But Mike Tomlin is pretty hard to beat as a cool. He seems awesome. Yeah. Bruce Arians is pretty cool too. BA seems. Yeah, that's cool. a good. That's a good. I think that guy throws him back before the game anyway. <laughs> For so. sure, <laughs> he's throwing back a couple from uh, Queen Anne's Brew or whatever you guys called it. Beer and stuff before the game. Nice, nice. Uh, Lofa, which Seahawks team will show up to this game? Uh, the one that rises to the occasion, or the one that has been disappointing us this season? Yeah, I mean. Two is a coincidence. You know, you've been saying we're on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Three is a streak. So I think we're going for the streak right now. And right. Uh, it's definitely <clears throat> it's, I think it's going to come down to a close game, just like the last one. Even, um, you know, we fought fought hard in that one um, when Russ got hurt. But uh, the offense seems to have found their stride. And they're at least, like I said, to trying to run the ball, which is mm-hmm. has been largely missing in the games that we've had, you know, just a terrible offensive output. Defense has been holding strong, and um, you know I look forward to uh, to a good matchup between these two teams. Yeah, Ryan, as a Rams fan, you know Russell had the injury. He came back a little slow coming back off the injury, but lately, I mean, especially last game, I know it was the Texans, but that moon ball is back, baby. Are you shivering in your LA boots? Well, you you knew Russ was going to come back. I mean, Russ is you know after what he was only out four weeks or something with that broken finger, and so you know there's going to be some rust gripping the ball, no pun intended. But I think he shook that off quickly, and and uh, so yeah, anytime we play Russ, it's always a great game. Like the guy can beat you in so many factors. But my biggest concern, like who the hell is Rashad Penny guy all of a sudden showing up oh, for a first oh, round okay. pick, and all of a sudden he can run the football? Yeah, that's my next topic here. Do we mention we'll be at the Queen Anne Beer Hall on Sunday? Doors open at 1 p.m., uh, raising money for Food Lifeline, everybody. Simply Seattle, all that. Anyway, Rashad Penny. <clears throat> Is he the featured back, guys? Will I mean, he's going to be, but like... Is this the game, Lofa? Is this the game where Rashad Penny finally becomes the draft pick that we picked him to be in the first place and like rightfully takes his place as the next great back for the Seattle Seahawks. I don't know if this is the game. I mean, with this, with this defense, you know, I don't know where I just think he, we have to at least attempt to run the ball so that our play action actually works, you know, and that's kind of what's been happening the last couple of weeks. We are getting, you know, some, some nice runs and now guys aren't just like staying eight to 10 yards deep at the pre-snap. Yeah. waiting for, you know, uh, rust or the pass rush to get there. So, um, yeah, I, I expect to see it, you know, them attempt it. And um, you know, hopefully uh, he's got to get what he got, 16 carries last week. I said we got to get up around 20 to 25 carries minimum against especially an offense like this to keep our defense off the field and keep that offense off the field more importantly because they have all the playmakers with Cup. You know, Beckham looked great last night. Um even Sony Michelle, I mean, he he showed what he can do. So yeah. it's um yeah, they got a lot of weapons over there. Ryan, how's your run defense? <clears throat> you know, it, it's I think it's been improving um throughout the season. I think with uh, you know, our middle linebacker, Ernest Jones, who we drafted this year in the third round, he's really taken a stranglehold as a starter in the in the middle right there. And, you know, he's been a really, really solid performer that we've seen similar to like what Lofa did back in the day, but, you know, has a nose for the football and is great at plug and holes and he's improved in, in the passing 
um, game as well. But anytime you have Aaron Donald up there, Greg Gaines, who has been playing for the injured Sebastian Joseph Day out of UW, you guys might know him. Right. Um, but he's been he's been absolutely a monster these last three weeks. Last night, I don't know if you saw the or on Monday, I don't know if you saw the game, but chased down Kyler Murray, big three hundred ninety five pound Greg Gaines, chased him down and got him. So the run game has really improved throughout the season, I think. And and against a solid run team like the Cardinals. Um, you know, it was exciting to see them play to their full potential. So, you know, the biggest thing with you guys, and you know, this is just the healthier backs. I mean, Rashad Benny, yeah. even since he's been drafted, has flashed. He just can't stay on the field yeah. for more than a few games in a row. So that'll be the big storyline for them. But, but I, I like where the Rams run defense is at. But they they give up they give up some yards, but they're they're predicated on not giving up the big chunk plays. So they'll be they'll be begging the Seahawks to run. That's kind of how their defense rolls. Well, and Lofa, we talked about this on the last episode, but you know. I don't know what's going to happen with Rashad Penny in terms of staying on the Seahawks and him wearing a Seahawks uniform long term, whatever happens for him, whatever. But what do, I mean, for the rest of this season, is this audition tape for someone else? Is this audition tape for us? I, I mean, mean we, we can go back to the text you sent me. <laughs> okay, what did, I, what did I say? I forgot. Yeah, I, <laughs> okay, I, I don't have it right on me, but you can I, what I recall was – Great. This is where Rashad Penny crushes it for the rest of the season, and then we can't afford to sign him back. This oh. is what you said. Or I think I said he signs with someone else and he then plays the rest of his career injury-free. As a pro bowler, yeah. That's <laughs> that's, that's what always happens with us. Oh, so, I mean, it's um, that that's the thing is I think you won't find a, a, a huge market for him, even if even if he goes off for 100, 120 every game. Um, I got to believe that there'll be stipulations in the contract that are tied to roster bonus and in-game roster bonus. So if he shows up and he plays, he gets paid. And this is kind of what I was referring to when we we were talking to Chris Carson. I was like, look, phenomenal. He is worth every dollar when he's in the lineup. He's just not in the lineup very often. And so um, I think it's going to be kind of the same situation, um, whether he signs here or somewhere else, someone's going to tie it to actual playing time bonus. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what Penny can do. This is, this is a big game for him coming up. And uh, yeah. Uh, Lofa, what scares you about the Rams? Aaron Donald. Perspective? Aaron Donald. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, I was going to say, you know what? Yeah. I, I, you know, call every time I call it a quarterback, you know, they just turn around and have a career career day on me. Um, Cause <laughs> I've been saying, you know, Stafford overrated, right? And then he comes out and throws for 303 touchdowns last night. Looks all world, you know, against the number one team. But I wanted to ask Dyru, like, you know, how, what are you, what would you grade him at for so far this season? Uh, it's a good question. You know, I think, and it's that overrated term is, you know, it's, it's kind of depends, I guess, who you talk to. Cause like if, if someone's saying, oh, he's a, the best quarterback in the league, then yes, then obviously overrated. But if you're saying a top 12, top 10 quarterback, I think that's right where he sits. I think he's a definite upgrade over Jared Goff. He battles through, you know, a lot of injuries. Like he has his whole career. He throws a better ball, has better arm talent, can run the offense better. He's better above the shoulders. He can do exactly what McShay McVay wants. So definitely an upgrade. Definitely. I think a top 12, top 10 quarterback last night, he played like a top five quarterback, but it's just not consistently there, but overall, and I know there's been, different emotions among Rams fans. Cause I know that three week stretch when they lost three in a row and he threw three pick sixes and stuff like yeah. that. There was a lot of, you know, upset Rams fans. Yeah. But when you look at the big picture, you know, he's 
absolutely been, I think, a great acquisition for this team and it will be down the stretch. Well, so that's what was concerning for me <clears throat> was that, you know, and I said it when they traded a guy that took him to a Super Bowl, and I know it was defense in, in the run game with Gurley, but they traded him for a guy that had never won a playoff game. I went three. And, you know, those are primetime games. And then you look at the the three game stretch. They were on national television, you know, two of those three games where you had the three the pick sixes. And so I'm wondering, you know, is it is it the bright lights? And he just uh he's great in the regular season and then in the big moments kind of fades. But he kind of put that to rest last night, but we'll see how it goes down the stretch. Well, and Lofa, this was kinda this has kind of been my theory and I I have no idea. I mean, you've played the game, you know, better than me, but in his 12 years in, in Detroit, you know, that team predicated success based on how Matthew did. I know they had some good seasons with, you know, Megatron and they had some other good players, had some good defenses, had some, um, you know, decent coaches. They went through a lot, but it was basically, they were good or bad based on what Matthew Stafford did. And so a lot of games, he would have to put his, you know, team on the back and, you know, he's leads the league or he's like top five in the league and fourth quarter comebacks and whatnot. And so when he went in that stretch with the Rams, now you have all this talent around him. You have a great coach in Sean McVay. You have a defense that's a top 15 unit. But as soon as like things started not clicking or being on rhythm, it's almost like he flipped on that hero ball switch and tried to like do too much, reverted back to his Detroit days. And then you have the Sean days. McVay that I love him. I think you guys respect him and, and what he's built here. But he has, a, he has a tendency to, you know, abandon the run, kind of panicky, you know, starts flinging the ball across the yard. Yep. And so it was like, Two people that had previously been in bad relationships reverting to those relationships and not saying, if we just do what we're both good at, we're going to be great. And so we saw that last night, finally, even with all the injuries, they did what they were both good at and they were great and they beat a great team. So to answer your question, I think there is some of that, you know, bright light stuff, but I think it was more so him just like reverting back to to past like daddy relationships and doing bad things. So oh, <laughs> if to stay away from that, we'll be good. Well, speaking of relationships, though. Let's not forget that him and Miff Gay are like best friends, right? There's the whole connection going way, way back uh, between the two of them. And Jared Goff didn't have that connection with McVay. He didn't draft Jared Goff. And so, you know, he found a way to get his his best buddy here. And maybe that, you know, that chemistry is maybe what Stafford needed. One of those balls the other night against uh, the Cardinals that won to, I think it was to Beckham on the sideline, right? It was kind of like Goff's moving to his right, then throws it back across. I mean, it was just a beautiful just amazing uh, it was all right man he, you, no he throws 30 million dollars you should be doing that dude he throws some great balls sometimes though i'm just saying he really does and when he looks bad he looks bad but sometimes i'm sorry i'm just giving too much credit yeah yeah <laughs> you can give it to him keep it going this is nice you look good go to the next he's not he's not next. russell wilson guys I, I, i'm not ryan, afraid of that you know weird don't make it weird ryan <laughs> <laughs> okay I'm just kidding. I forgot. I'm just here for. I'm just here. You know for who that. scares me? You know who scares me? You guys, Cooper Cup. I hate playing against Cooper Cup because he should be a Seahawk. He was right under our nose. Eastern Washington University goes undrafted. The fact that he's not a Seahawk, and I mean, it just oh, it just it burns me up, man. It burns me up. But he goes off. He's leading the league in yards after catch. I think um, he's a stud. Doesn't he scare you a bit, Lofa? What's he do well? Yeah, he's on pace to break several you know, long-standing records. So, um, yeah. yeah, he is as good as advertised. I mean, he's probably not getting enough credit, much like we don't think Tyler Lockett up here gets enough credit. Mm -hmm. uh, Cooper Cup certainly does not get enough credit for for being one of the elite wide receivers in the, in the National Football League. Um, and then my favorite play from the other night, um, not that, you know, I'm a football fan, so let me walk that back <laughs> before saying, like, my favorite play of the Rams. Like, my favorite play was him – 
one arm blocking the absolute dog shit out of the corner, like, and the running back just following him, you know, for a first down, because those are the things that go unnoticed. Not if you love football, but you know, if you look uh, all the fantasy players are just like, Oh, he's only got three catches, but he's out there, you know, paving away, blocking, doing the, you know, the dirty work, the stuff that doesn't show up on the st- uh, stat sheet. And so that's where you, I, I have a lot of respect for him as a complete player and um, he doesn't get credit for. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, you love Cooper cup, don't you? I mean, you guys are going to hate me saying this, but right, right now he's the best receiver in the game. He is the best receiver in the game. I mean, the production. The best receiver in the game. What? Look, look at the production. Look at the the need it. Need it. When you need a third, he's more production. When you need a third down conversion nowadays. And okay. Hear me out on this. Nowadays. I feel like when we look at receivers, everyone looks at the intangibles, the size, the speed, how good you look running routes, how big you are, the muscles, the Instagram pictures. Greatest receiver of all time, Jerry Rice, was 6'1", ran a 4'640", which is the exact same of Cooper Cup. You don't need the size and the speed. You need the production on the field. Cooper Cup has the production. No, we know. Jerry was a Seahawk. We know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah for like a year. Yeah. yeah. And know. he may have started the Instagram trends. He was wearing, you know, wearing tights in most of his workouts. I don't Hell know yeah, that. running yeah. up that hill for sure. Yeah. yeah, maybe he's the reason for all of this stuff. Yeah, he made also, yoga pants cool. Are you taking shots at DK Metcalf? Is that? Yeah. I mean, just yeah. say his name, Ryan. If you're going to take yeah. shots at him, call him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just in general. Just right. in general. No, I mean, you guys have one hell of a receiving core. I'd say that really just scares me to death, the talent out there at mm-hmm. wide receiver from you guys, um, including the the young guy. Uh, Van Jefferson the other night who had a huge game, right? Um, Looking good for you guys for sure. You know, we'll see what happens. Um, Speaking of uh, things sparkling, I don't think anyone was, but anyway. (laughs) Think about a dull gifts forever. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest of the year, everybody. Using cutting-edge technology, innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle. List price, $800 per credit. That's like $800 or sorry, per carat. That's like eight hundred dollars per carat. I ruined my own joke. Darn it! I don't know. Feeling you that was Darn better it. than you do it though. Ah. All right. Well, anyway. <laughs> it's cheap. Right. Just go with that. Back to the paper. <laughs> it's cheap, but it sparkles, and also it shares the same chemical makeup as regular diamonds. So they're the pretty much exact same, except they're grown in a lab, and uh, they don't have to be mined and all the stuff that comes along with the diamond industry. Yucky stuff with the diamond industry. Forget it. Leave that yucky stuff behind, everybody. Go to Lightbox. Visit lightboxjewelry.com. Add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds. Never a dull moment. No promo code for you. Nothing. There we go. Just go there. Just do buy it. Buy the diamonds, everybody. Um, let's look around the NFC West, shall we, boys? Because, Ryan, can the Rams do it? It's a good division. It's a good division. Can they, can they win it? Win it all? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're a game back from Arizona still right now. Arizona 10 and three Rams are nine and four, uh, you know, finish the season with, uh, against the Niners, against the Seahawks, they get Baltimore, maybe potentially a Lamar Jackson was Baltimore and uh, Minnesota. Who's a very scary team because their record is not as good as I think they actually are as a team. Yeah. Um, I think they're going to have to win out if they want a shot. Cause you, know, you need Arizona to slip up. I think twice. I think they have the tiebreaker because they have more uh, total NFC wins, I believe. So mm. um, Rams basically need to win out, which they can do. I think it's more likely they maybe lose one more and finish uh, this season 11-5, and five, but 
you know, get in there as a five or six seed and see what happens. Well, right now, uh, according to betonline.ag, our other wonderful sponsor, uh, and Jimmy Betts, who sends me the email every week, the Rams are 9-2 to two to win the NFC West is what you can get at betonline.ag. You want to know what they are to win the, the whole thing? The whole shebang? Where are they? They the Super Bowl are or the conference? No, no, the big game. The big one. Oh, in yeah. L.A., in Los Angeles. The big one. Their own, yeah, home their home stadium. The big, big game. They're 10-1 to 1 right now. Uh, betonline.ag. The Seahawks come in at 250-1 to 1 <laughs> to win the whole thing. And they're not listed to win the NFC West, so you can't get them. Wow. <laughs> for that bet. But nevertheless, head over to betonline.ag. Lofa, do you think the Rams can chase down the Cardinals and get this thing done? Um, yeah, I agree pretty much with what Dyrus said. And they're going to lose one game this week. So uh-huh. take that, <laughs> Dyrus. I set myself up for that one. Yep, you sure did. Yeah, yeah it is. It's not going to happen, but. Yeah. Uh, what about the Cardinals, though, looking around the NFC West uh, continued here? What about the number one seed? Um, I mean, they just lost to the Rams, but. Well, I think can they, they... they're out of it, out of the one seed now. They're two, right? Because didn't Green Bay beat them? <clears throat> And right, they, yeah. They have the same record. So Green yeah. Bay's one now. They slid down to two. And, yeah. yeah, they're only a game ahead of L.A., so, you know, watch out. I mean, that's just like Tyron um, said. They can catch them. Well, definitely... what, I mean, what happened to them, though? Because that game, you know, albeit the Rams did win it, but the Cardinals had chances to win it or at least set themselves up a little bit better. The drop ball by Hopkins, of course, the other mm. fourth down conversion later in the game. You know, I mean, Lofa, was it was this just a case of a couple of plays not going their way? Uh, or, I mean, you know, do you think there's something wrong with the Cardinals right now? It's not like they're in a tailspin or anything. They lost one game, you know? Yeah, no. I mean, those interceptions, the turnovers, costly, right? And True. as I look at the tail of the tape, I mean, it was two to nothing. And um, it, that's that's the difference in a game, man, because it was a yeah. one-score game. And, you know, one was, you know, to take points off. I think it was uh, the middle linebacker, Jones. He got mm-hmm. that. Ball was tipped by Aaron Donald. Who else? And, you know, right into the hands of uh, Jones. So it's um, you protect the ball and uh, you win the game, especially with the talent that they have. So – I'm pretty sure, you know, as much as it kills me to say this, we're going to watch these two teams play again in the playoffs at some point. So do you think then the Packers, I mean, is that is that the team? That's that's the number one team in the NFC. I mean, we all agree on that, right? I don't know who they have left, but if it's yeah. if they only have to play their like their division, then yeah, they're <laughs> okay. not losing another game. <laughs> yeah. So, right. um, you know, I think they're pretty safe with that. They're, they're stoked that the, the Rams knocked uh, – you know, the, the Cardinals off last night. So, yeah, yeah, they're not going to – knowing Aaron Rodgers and uh, that team, they're not going to slip up down the stretch. They're going to make sure they have it. But, you know, again, comes down to I – mean, they, they've been in a lot of uh, NFC Championship games, you know, uh, but they haven't really gone on after that except for once. <laughs> yeah, the, the Packers have uh, the Ravens, the Browns, the Vikings, and they finish the year against the Lions. So – could could I mean some decent decent games there with the Ravens yeah. and Browns and yeah. the Vikings? You never know who you're going to get with the Browns, right? And yeah, I mean, the Ravens. If it's if they don't have Lamar, then I mean it's yeah. Ravens this week. So I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. they'll be out. Yeah. yeah, so they get lucky there. Them and the them and the Chiefs, man, get they get damn lucky with their uh, you know the Chiefs keep getting teams that are injured, and now they get the Chargers this week. Who Rashawn Slater's probably going to be out. It's like why are the why is the league helping out these great teams? They don't need it. <laughs> Yeah. No. Meanwhile, we can't beat Colt McCoy. Uh, anyway, 
Moving on, everybody. Let's zone into some predictions. Speaking of looking into there the future, we zone in because Lofus Company is zoning in CBD. Go to zoneincbd.com. Use our promo code. Believe, B-L-E-A-V. For 20% off of everything at zoneincbd.com. Sign up for the subscription. It just signs up or shows up to your front door. You don't even have to order it ever again. It just, there it is, like clockwork, whether it's the tanctures. Tanctures. Yeah. Tanctures. Tanctures. Come on, man. Powders, cream. I'm not sure I want you reading this anymore. It's all good. CBD.com, everybody. All right. Uh, Ryan, what say you as our guest? Um, Predict this thing for us. Let us know what the final score will be. And don't forget, everybody out there, that you can leave us your final score predictions on our social media. If you nail it, Right on. You get a gift from Simply Seattle. Our friends over at Simply Seattle, you get a gift card right to the website. Buy whatever you want. Ryan, what say you, sir? Well, it's tough because I a lot of this predicates uh, – I feel like I've used that word a lot in this episode. I don't know why, but a lot of this depends on what happens with the Rams. Uh, I don't know if you call it nowadays with COVID injuries or, or what it be, mm-hmm. but on Tuesday, six more players added to the COVID list for the Rams, one of them being Odell Beckham Jr. Um, obviously, Jalen Ramsey's still on that. So at this point, it's hard to make a prediction because if all those guys do miss, I mean, they right. were already shorthanding against the Cardinals, and now you lose another receiver in Odell Beckham. Uh, Tyler Higby did come off it because it was proven to be a false positive, which is unfortunate why he missed the Cardinals game on that. But if everyone's back, I do like the Rams in this game just because of what we saw on Monday night against the Cardinals. Kind of now they're catching their momentum. We see the offense rolling. Sony Michelle wouldn't even talk about it all, but the running game is finally clicking. He's had 20 plus carries in both games. Daryl Henderson should be back also. So you get that kind of thunder and lightning attack with both of them. And then we're seeing Stafford get more comfortable behind the offensive line. And Coleman Shelton, another UW product, has looked great at center uh, in spelling Brian, Brian Allen. So uh, the offense getting rolling, the defense kind of picking up peak Von Miller, finally getting in his own skin here in LA. So if everyone's healthy, I like the Rams, but a lot's going to depend on who is actually missing this game on the COVID list. Cause if you're missing six, seven, eight players uh, against a Russell Wilson led team, I, I don't like the chances at all. It is at home though. I do like that. It is here in LA. Well, what's the prediction? Give us a score. Well, <laughs> all right. You have, uh, I'm going to, okay. I'm going to go with this. We know that everyone that tested positive was vaccinated. So all they need is two negative tests. So I think we're going to get most of those guys back. So I will say on my mountain, the Rams win 31 to 17. You know, I heard a lot of excuses. There. And I've never been wrong. Yeah. A lot since of we've done, uh, since we've done shows together, I've never well, been wrong. Free backpedaling. Like, Lofa, like, what if you saw one of the offensive linemen like leaning back before the stance? You know what I mean? Like, you know you got him. You smell some blood in the water there, don't you? Oh, yeah. With the kind of limp pick from Dirude there. I don't know. <laughs> limp right. or not, I still took him. <laughs> oh, Lofa, what do you got? Um... No, we're gonna we're gonna pepper these guys, man. They're, they're they just came <laughs> off of a they just came off of a, a win, right? They finally won in the big lights. They're gonna let their guard down. We're gonna walk in there, run all over mm. them. Mm. We're gonna get out of there with a win. Prediction 28-20 Hawks. Wow. All yeah. right. Yeah. I like it. 28-20. Now is okay, yeah. I like that. Is that us is that Russ finally putting a knee on it at the end? Do we have the ball at the end? I don't know, man. God, that would be nice. You know, I Doesn't it feel like a hundred years guessing. the Seahawks have been in victory formation? Oh man, yeah. we you forgot know. how to run that. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, uh, I like that pick, Lofa. I'm, so, all right, 
we all know my predictions are insane because I don't like trying to do real predictions for some reason. So I'll just tell you who I think is going to win. I think the Seahawks are going to win this game. We're fired up. We're motivated. We know that we have to win every single week. A lot of people might be out like Dairud said, so who knows with that. But um, let's not forget that this came down to the very end, the first time these two teams played, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, This was the game that Russ went out of. Gino had to finish. Uh, we had a chance at the end. We at least had the ball with a chance. So these two teams always play each other tough. Um, so I think that the Seahawks will come out of there with a victory, though. And I think that the final score will be the Seahawks 112. See what I did there? <laughs> and the Rams 111. It's going to be close. No. But we'll win. A real shootout, huh? Yeah. So that's the <laughs> yeah. Supersonics are playing, huh? Okay. <laughs> but Dairoo, good news, though. If you are right, we're going to buy you a DK Metcalf jersey. Yeah. True. Oh, That's what the winner gets. Wear it with pride. You're Even game one of the game color worn for my five seven frame. <laughs> well, <laughs> <In the> bathrobe. <laughs> Drape it over me. That's nice. it. That's a, it. A, a jersey dress. He was like, oh, yeah. All right. Hey, how about what if we do this? What if we do this? If the Hawks win, if the Hawks win, I'll wear a DK Metcalf jersey. If the Rams win, you both have to wear a Cooper Cup jersey. Both uh, of us. Yeah. No, Brett will. I'm not putting that shit on, man. Me? No, not Cooper Cup. No yeah. way. Yeah, you. Yeah. No way. Wow. No, okay. Too much. Some confidence you have in your 112 points. It hurts too prediction. much. Let's no, go back I, to like the donuts. Didn't we get? I'm not buying a jersey. There's no way I'm buying a Rams jersey. No way. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Food. Right. Yeah. What about food? How about food? Yeah, yeah food. I mean, I'm confident. So I was fine with it because I just know the Rams are going to win, even with all the guys on COVID. So show us how confident you guys are. Mm, I, I, I mean, let's be real though. Before, hold on how, how is your defense stopping this offense? You're your telling stopping me, nobody. Oh my God, Stafford's going to stop himself with three. Are you telling me you'll wear, you'll buy a Seahawk jersey though? Yeah, that's what you're saying. Well, I know it won't happen because Rams are going to win. Huh. I think he said he'll wear one. I don't know if he said he'd buy one. I don't know if I'd buy one. Yeah, that's yeah. A little, that's yeah. a little. It's Christmas time. I got a lot of gifts. I got to buy. Well, you know, I don't know anybody on the list. I don't know anybody who owns any Rams gear. Nobody down here is an actual Rams fan. Wow. Okay. Okay, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Let's get serious. Come on. All right. They're all just seen kids who are happy that they're getting W's right now and that there's a brand new shiny place to go visit. And as soon as they go the way of the St. Louis Rams, watch all that fan base dry up. All Chargers. Oh, switch fans. over to the Chargers faster than you know what <laughs> it hit you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, high, higher, higher uh, attendance percentage, though, than Seattle. So. There you go. <laughs> still wrong with that. Well, yeah, they want to go see the big screen. Yeah. Play the theme song. <laughs> I don't have control over it anymore. <laughs> Courtney has that one. Ah, oh, man. That's it for us, everybody. Hit us up on the email, seahawkspod at gmail.com. Follow Ryan, everybody, and his podcast with Frosty, the legend that is Frosty Rucker. Frost Rock. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Shout out to him. You guys can follow Ryan and Frosty and keep up with them at the LAFB LA Football Network podcast. It's at LAFB Network on social media. He's Ryan Dirud LAFB on Twitter. (laughs) I think they they cut you off a long time ago. Are we still going? I don't know if we're still still doing doing it. it. I'm still doing the outro. It's all right. I'm still giving him credit. Ryan, where else can everybody find you, my man? 
uh, you know, on Twitter, Ryan Dyrud, LAFP, and the website is LAFnetwork.com, where all of our articles, podcasts, and everything is there. We've got a new Trojans podcast coming to the fold, Lofa, that we're excited oh, about. Former player joining the network, talking Lincoln Riley and all things Trojans. So check out LAFnetwork.com. Nice. All right, my man. Hey, dude, thank you for being on the show. We'll figure out something to do. Maybe we'll go back and forth on Twitter with a bet or something like that. We'll figure it uh, out. We'll it out. Uh, good, no. Thanks, guys. Uh, always, always. See you next time, buddy. Yeah, good to see you, brother. Wait, oh, Lofa, break it down. Great, we got to break it down for real, actually. Oh, well, believe family. So uh, I was gonna go, you know, go Hawks, but I don't want to do that to you. Ryan, right hands in the middle here. We're breaking it down. If like Frost was here, I do go oh, Hawks. There he is. I go like that. Looks inappropriate. I don't know. Yeah, what the hell you doing? Put your fist in the air. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Here we go. I- All right. <laughs> believe on three. One, two, three. Believe. We're ten. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.